0: and struggle shouldn't be marketed by Nordstrom's for profit, says one person responding to Nordstrom's new tennis shoes. Years ago, of course, many, many, many years ago, um, buying pre-faded torn jeans became a thing that's been around for decades, right? right. But that's basically what it was. it was. Mocking of the poor, Jack. There would have been a time when your jeans were faded and had a tear in them. Well, you got to throw those away and get some new ones. <laughs> But I never saw it as mocking the poor to have pre-ripped or faded jeans. But anyway, they do have these uh, tennis shoes out. They're pretty expensive. They're $530. They're white children's gymnasium shoes. White. That's not surprising, Jack. But they're kind of grungy, and they have tape around the toe holding them together, which I've had and... Probably many of us have have, have had at very mm-hmm. various points in our lives. Yes. But they're pre I've worn a number of garments that were held together with tape. <laughs> but they're pre-taped around there and uh and according to some uh, in USA Today, it's a distasteful mockery of the poor. Yes.
1: How dare you mock the fact that I can't buy a new guitar with your weathered looking guitars. Signed Keith Richards and Eric Clapton and Willie Nelson and Every freaking yuppie who buys a distressed looking guitar because it looks cool, Stevie Ray Vaughn at Al.
2: Isn't there an argument that can be made that this normalizes that sort of thing? So uh, then, when the poor people, quote yeah. unquote, poor people do it, then all of a sudden you don't stick out as much, and could make you, make could yeah. make make that that argument? you as. Oh yes. book it, you know. Another
1: argument yes. might be, shut the hell up. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I like not, your argument not better. Not you, just, I just. You know what? This is this is great though. This is such a beautiful. Jack, you know what this is. He's probably going to take a swing at me, so be prepared to pull him off of me. Jack, this is a teachable moment. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's such a ridiculous effort to be aggrieved that it, it helps you recognize that that beast in the wild, when you see it running past, the desperate-to-be-aggrieved-asaurus. I mean, oh, my God, really? <sighs> Again, signed, torn jeans, old-looking guitars, and a hundred other things. Oy These times are wearing me out. (laughs) This is why God gives us the sweet,
0: sweet gift of mortality. I've never had a $530 pair of tennis shoes.
2: So, uh, good Lord, no. That's way too much to pay for shoes if there's $200 in the shoe. (laughs) (laughs) Agreed. Agreed.
1: It was uh, quite late in my life that I bought a pair of dress shoes that hit three figures. And I thought, what am I doing? Anyway. Uh, uh, we had decided
0: to pivot away from the Kavanoscopy. But then President Trump started tweeting. Oh, Lord. Uh, So he's got a tweet 37 minutes ago, 43 minutes ago, 52 minutes ago. ago." So he's got a string of them there. Here's your
1: your category. Here's your uh, overview. Here's your 30,000-foot view of this. Uh, Those of us who can deal with the president because of the judges thing, And the economic policies and the deregulation and the rest of it, but find him personally tough to take. This is a big day for us. First of all, he says Kavanaugh is a fine man with an impeccable reputation who's under assault by radical left-wing politicians who don't want to know the answers. Uh, they just want to destroy and delay. Facts don't matter. I go through this with them every single day in DC. That is perfectly defensible. I'm not sure he should be weighing in on this thing at all. Honestly,
0: he was getting a, f- a fair amount of kudos from uh, strategists on the right mm-hmm. that you know for holding his tongue all week long. Right, but
1: uh, to me, he 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 did the sideline dance, but he kept his feet in bounds on that one. <laughs> then this. I have no doubt that if the attack on Dr. Ford was as bad as she says, charges would have been immediately filed with local law enforcement authorities by either her or her loving parents. I ask that she bring those filings forward so that we can learn date, time, and place.
0: We've just learned through the whole hashtag me too thing that that's
1: just not the case. Betraying a complete lack of understanding of the way women react
0: to sexual assault 30 year olds don't many, react that way. In many cases. 30 year olds don't react that way. For many reasons. Um, so to expect that it's just the normal thing would be for a 15 year old to go to the police. How comfortable would I have been as a 15 year old taking something to the police? Not at all. And this
1: is all allegedly nobody knows really what happened or no, what didn't too- happen but yeah as a, as a, a drunk teenager? I mean, for God's sake.
0: As proof that she's lying? This is this is d-
1: d- beyond, Finn. The radical left lawyers want the FBI to get involved now. Why didn't someone call the FBI 36 years ago? Alright, so, so now you're berating a woman for not reporting a... <sighs> An incident, everybody's throwing around sexual assault, which can range from groping to to, to forcible rape in the popular parlance, etc. And it was not anything near forcible rape. But anyway, now, oh my God, there—that that is all negative. There is no good, not a tiny bit of good that can come from those tweets. The entire effect of them will be negative. And... And whether this is positive or negative depends on which way you swing. We'll fire the hell up out of the the Democratic base and further alienate the Republican Party from women. Just brilliant, Mr. President. Just great. Good strategizing.
0: Hmm. I'm just, I can't believe that. No, I was, I was pretty uh, happy with him staying out of it all week long. I thought that was a good move. I thought I thought it was going his direction all week long, and I still think it is going to ultimately go his direction right. so you know why uh why throw out an opportunity to derail it's on the rails in your direction right the way you want it to go right and 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 it's
1: touch and go electorally because the Democrats are being wildly illogical and and whipping people up in in tribal politics in a way that I find repugnant.
0: Yeah, you know what's just gotten out of control?
1: But it's kind of a push and pull and was a little evenish.
0: But anyway, go ahead. What's just gotten out of control and deserves so much more attention but everybody's afraid to do it is this White males are are, uh, particularly old white males, but white males are just it's just open season for assuming they're all racists, sexists, rapists, rapist, racist, sexists who can't be trusted on at any level. And that is is so dangerous. Oh, yeah. It's still the biggest voting voting block in America, white people, for one thing. I mean, by a by a lot, except besides, that there isn't
1: a white voting block at all because m- right. most of us think the idea of a racial voting block is
0: bizarre and racist. Right. But just that you can just automatically say, "Well, we can't have a bunch of white males making this decision." Oh, she's going to answer questions to a bunch of white males with just the assumption and we all agree upon. Mm-hmm. Of course, white males—you can't trust them at all. Mm-hmm. That is not good. No, no. God, if it's, it's really if it's ugly. not if it's not okay to say about. Asian, black, women, whatever, then you can't say it about this group either. Let's all decide that any sort of this group is automatically bad is not something we're going to allow. The book Under Dogma was so prescient when it
1: came out, what, like a decade ago? Speaking of old times flying by, I don't remember exactly how long ago it came out, but it it talks about the point of view, and it's, it was really hot on college campuses, and you didn't see it as much in mainstream America at the time the book came out, but the idea that those with power are automatically evil and to be disliked and torn down, and those with less power are automatically noble and admirable and and. And their cause should be advanced, and you see that a lot now. That's the knee-jerk thinking that white males are just automatically evil, racist, sexist, rapists, et cetera, et cetera. They must be because the, those who are more powerful are are automatically evil. Um, and and now it's it's taken hold in a way that, gosh, I never thought it would. I thought it was bad enough when the book came out, but now people
0: are just insane about it. And it's said regularly, with no pushback whatsoever. It's it's really interesting, right? Right, and you can point out a hundred examples
1: where it's not true, but you know it doesn't it doesn't matter because if you're young and impressionable and your brain isn't quite formed all the way, and you're in college and the rest of it really gets you fired up that you're doing something noble and you're standing up for the downtrodden. It's really easy to get kids swept up into this, and they start believing it until they observe the world for a while, and then uh, in large numbers they they realize, oh, okay, that's that's yeah, oversimplified and unfair. Um, but, you know, a lot of people hang with it for the rest of their lives because they never really grow up intellectually. They just continue to think emotionally. Oh, my God. Kirsten Gillibrand has has joined uh, uh, Maisie, what's her name, on the, the altar of emotional, illogical thinking. I think Kristen Gillibrand might set womankind back half a century, if not three-quarters of a century. That's a U.S. senator? Yes, she's. I'm sorry. That's, we ought to, again, for people who are not junkies for this. She is the United States senator from, the, from New York, succeeded Hillary Clinton in her seat. She is a good, close friend of Bill Clinton and Harvey Weinstein, and is now uh, leading the charge that uh, Republicans are rapists. Uh, which is uh, and and the way in which she's doing it is I- i'm telling you uh, women i i hurt for you that she has grabbed the mantle of i am woman hear us roar cuz she's an embarrassment uh, but you know I'll, I'll i'll save the rest of my argument till we play the tape i hey, more I'm on talking that. about
0: coming up in a little bit and you've heard of staycations and brocations and femcations are you going to take an obligation for your vacation? I hope not. Is there somewhere I can go to escape cutesy terms for uh, <laughs>
1: taking a few days off work? <laughs> hmm? Maybe a resort, an <laughs> island, uh,
0: something. Uh, what if you had a staycation with Bennifer? Wouldn't that be tough? <laughs> That'd be fun. <laughs> anyway, all that on the way. on the ar- oh, Our text line is 415-415. 295 KFTC. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty show.
1: Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty show.
0: by 2019, half of all cell phone calls will be from scammers. Eventually Apple's start charging us $2000 for a phone that doesn't get calls. That would be the feature we <laughs> So they're saying if you don't want these calls, the best way to avoid being targeted by scammers and telemarketers is to go into the settings on your phone and then just throw it into the sea. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was the story yesterday. By uh, in a couple of years, half of all calls will be scammers. Yeah, by like next year on right? your cell phone. So that's nice to look for.
1: Insanitatious!
0: You know, uh, hmm. yeah. Have you yeah. taken Later. an obligation, Joe? Uh, I don't know. A nurse new survey finds that one in three Americans have taken at least one obligation. <laughs> That's a vacation you're obligated to go on.
2: Oh, I thought it was a vacation for your
0: oblique muscles. <laughs> <laughs> no lifting today, obliques. Good news. Take it easy. Even though they didn't want to, which is a special key because I've I, I do obligations, but I want to do them, so I don't care. Um, only forty-six percent of people say they like these trips as much the as much as the ones they plan for themselves. An obligation would be like um, your dad's ninetieth birthday. Ah. You know, uh, visiting the family once a year here or there. You go to your right. sister's every summer instead of family right. reunion, yeah. any of those things, right? But I do those and I like them. I'm glad they're the best things we do, so I'm not complaining. Yeah, some are better than others. Well, yeah, yeah, that's funny. I, I don't have that many. I had a friend who had who I remember saying to me one time. Oh, boy, it's, uh, it's, it's family get-together season. Because there was like a whole bunch of birthdays and stuff in a row, and they were, everybody was expected to show up to all of them. Right. They all lived within like an hour's drive. So everybody was expected to show up for all of the kids' birthday parties, mom's birthday parties, wedding anniversary. There's, and there was like nine right. in, a, in the fall. Oh, boy. And everybody got together all the, So those would be obligations, I guess.
1: Not to mention some people marry into families that are not exactly functional. And not exactly fun to be around, and you got to go see them to keep the peace in the family. But man, you're
0: glad when it's over. So yeah, I I get that. I get that. <laughs> anyway. But if you only get a couple of weeks vacation a year, and you know uh, they're both taken up with, uh, you got to go to grandma and grandpa, or you got to go do this, and there are no other vacations. But again, that's that's fine with me.
1: Jack, are you familiar with Canada?
0: America's hat.
1: A great deal of land mass, about as many people as uh, a crowded
0: Los Angeles Walmart. Um, it's uh... <laughs> It really is, uh, I think, now less than the population of California, the entire country of Canada. And they're almost all right on the border. Just Why doesn't to...
1: somebody Google that? Although they'll probably direct you to some progressive website
0: where you can donate all the Canadians are amassed on the border, ready for invasion at any moment.
2: That's the way I take it. Yeah, I think it's 80% of the population lives within three and a half miles of the border. And based, is heavily armed. Yeah, based on a stat that I completely made up. And right. It's
0: pretty close to true, though.
2: Yep.
1: Yep. So, uh, the other day in Canada. I'm sorry, this was
2: not the other day. This was not the other day at all. Canada it takes all the fun out of it. 36 and a quarter million. California, 39 and a half million. Yeah. There you go we people that, in California Canada.
0: than Canada. That's just an interesting stat to me. I like non-populated areas, so if I'm a Canadian, I think awesome. Please. Yeah. Alberta's a little crowded for me. I'm heading for the Yukon. <laughs> uh, so uh, this is
1: from Canada. Dead raccoon on the street in uh, Toronto next to a bus. Um, oh, do you see the guy who caught the possum at the Browns game? The <laughs> Cleveland Browns game? There's a big old opossum. In the stands, and this, this big sucker who's dressed like he's a football player. In the stands, he's got the thing by the tail,
0: and he's carrying it around. And the security comes with cardboard boxes. I'm not sure I, Dad, yeah. I'm guessing that's a, got a steady hand, or he's dealt with opossums yeah, that, before. It, that that is not his first time holding the possum by the tail. No way. He looked mighty cool and collected. Right? He's a rural. Ohioan, who, uh, you know, is uh, used to that sort of lifestyle. I had no problem with it whatsoever. And the Cleveland Browns won for the first time in three years or something Something like
2: that? that, Yeah, I know they were 0-16 last year. That fan is cut from different cloth than I. If I'm at a football game of my favorite team and a possum shows up in my section, I'm picking a new favorite team. Like I'm I'm not just leaving the stadium. (laughs) I'm abandoning the franchise. (laughs) The thing was the size of like a
0: Springer Spaniel too. It was not a little possum. It was a BFP. My wife was holding a snow Snake she caught yesterday, so uh, so Henry could touch it. And I told him, I said, you know, not everybody's mom would do that. <laughs> Hold a snake so you can touch it. So That's uh, a good, momming right
1: there. You <laughs> know, I was uh, I was up at the walled compound in the woods discussing rattlesnakes with uh, one of the locals up there, and um, and he's uh, experienced in the ways of handling rattlesnakes. a snake handler, and uh, <laughs> well, not that speaks kind. in tongues. Yeah, sure he does. Uh, so anyway, um. And I said, so uh how do you grab them? Do you, like, get them right behind the head and pick them off like that? He said, yeah, that's a great way to pick them off if you like to be bit by a rattlesnake. He said, you, you pick them up by the end of their tail and keep their head on the ground, because as long as their head is on the ground, they'll try to wriggle
0: away. And I'm I've the, seen
1: that done. Now, I'm not suggesting you do that.
0: I'm the same way. If you pick me
2: up by the feet... <laughs> So, but if but has his the hands or his head is on the ground, yes. so if you just can't lift it all the way off the ground, because Correct. then it that's will... what he told me. Okay, and again, do not the first thing I said was, I have no idea what I'm talking about,
1: or I meant it. <laughs> uh, but anyway, the point I is on the
0: radio, a man say I'm supposed to do this, and now I'm dead, so I'm suing for millions of dollars. Exactly, my final words are, Sue that radio man, honey, sue him. Anyway. Uh, if I saw a a BFP, we're okay, s- honey. Armstrong and he give out snake handling advice every Friday morning. No, watch, watch this. I know how. I heard it on the radio.
3: When my when I was a little kid, this is a true story. Um, there was a rattlesnake in the yard. My mom called a neighbor. He comes down with a sack. Grabs it by the head, oh. holds it up for us, and then throws it in the bag and takes <laughs> off with it.
4: Do not awesome. fight that man, yeah, he was one because of those... <laughs> he does not know fear. <laughs> he was one of those guys out in the rural area, very basic. And, yeah. uh, there was yeah. a
0: rattlesnake in my uh, sandbox when I was a kid once. I went out to play with my little shovel, and there was a rattlesnake curled around it uh, rattling. Wow. And our neighbor came over and shot it. Wow. Take that! Yeah, I've... Uh... Unless
1: this is a federal offense, then this story is made up for entertainment purposes on the radio. I've separated quite a few from their heads with a shovel. Oh, uh, my, yeah. my old house, man, there are a lot of rattlers. That's what I was thinking reason. when
0: you said how you pick up a snake. I pick up parts of it with my shovel. That's how I pick it up.
1: <laughs> but anyway, my point is, if I were in a football game and I saw a possum the size of a golden retriever, I wouldn't... <laughs> You know, I wouldn't, no, you just grab it by his tail, Ah! 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 and it's chewing my face off. It's
2: going for my eyes.
0: I, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> like possums do. Right. They go for the eyes. They, first they blind their prey. Then they chew their face off. I would think I've had too many beers if I saw a possum. Yeah. I've exactly. had one too many beers. Yeah, I this... didn't finish the story of the dead raccoon. <laughs> well, maybe later. What's coming up in your news, Marshall? Well, we
4: got former Vice President Joe Biden weighing in. He's got advice to senators dealing with Kavanaugh's accuser. Another Trump raucous rally and ticketmaster accused of working with scalpers in a very big way. And I promise I'll pay
1: off before the top of the hour that Kristen Gillibrand is setting back womankind by 75 years.
0: It's going for my eyes. (laughs) You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. at this headline that Cohen is cooperating, and there's nothing really much more to the story than that. I mean, he could be cooperating in saying, yeah, I didn't see anything between the Russians and Trump. That might be what he's telling them. We don't know. Same with Manafort. But, it does remind me, uh, because I mostly ignore this, since it's all rumor and innuendo and whatever, we are going to wake up one day to the headline that Mueller is done and he's releasing his report, and holy crap, nobody has any idea what that's going to be. It might be it might be the end of the Trump presidency. It might be Clinton's going to jail and Trump is clear. It might be both. It might be neither. It might be the FBI is in big trouble. Who knows? There's no telling. It might be
1: 87% about Russian efforts to mess with us via social media and hack into election systems and have nothing to do with either party, per se. Because remember, be,
0: that was his main task. It might be all about Trump's finances long before he was president. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Anyway, let's get to the news now. With Marsha Phillips.
4: Uh, we're still waiting on Dr. Ford, the lawyer for the woman accusing the Supreme Court nominee, Brett Kavanaugh, of sexual assault, is now laying out conditions under which she will testify on the allegations. Christine Blasey Ford's attorney telling the Senate Judiciary Committee her client is willing to testify next Thursday, not Monday, and without Kavanaugh in the same room. So those negotiations... Which has
1: never been proposed, by the way. Yeah. Nobody has ever suggested that. They were going to have them uh, at different times. Yes. But, okay. So those negotiations are uh, still continuing. This is straight out of the Kim Jong-un playbook, I might suggest. Well, the North Korean playbook. It's another delaying tactic. I, I just, I don't see her testifying. Because she has already said everything she knows to the Washington Post and others.
0: And as I keep saying, we don't know to what extent she's asking for this or it's the, you know, she's now at the whims of uh, powerful Democrats and their strategy.
4: Meanwhile, you got former Vice President
0: Joe Biden weighing in. He has some advice for Joe Biden. He's got to be thinking, how did I come in for a kicking all of a sudden? He's getting kicked all week long. (laughs) He's a a groper and a
1: smoocher from way back.
0: But you got to think you're out of the woods at this Uh, point, right? You're a former vice president. You ain't doing nothing. Old as the hills. You're sitting around playing with your grandchildren. All of a sudden, you're having to defend yourself from from 30 years ago. Uh, He had some advice for committee
4: members. He was on NBC's Today show this morning. Treat her with respect. Ask tough questions. Ask substantive questions. Where were you? What said? Who said what? Etc. But don't go after the character, not the character assassination. Biden adding Anita Hill was treated terribly when she was accused or when she accused then Supreme Court candidate Clarence Thomas of sexual abuse. I hope my colleagues learned from that, learned from that. She deserves to be treated with dignity. It takes enormous courage for a woman to come forward on mm-hmm. the bright lights of millions of people watching and relive something that happened to her. There you go. The Allegedly. advice of
0: Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. He sure. says he's apologized to her for the way he handled that. Anita Hill? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't know. I watched a lot of the videos this week. I didn't see anything egregious, but the tone was definitely skeptical toward her and sorry we have to put you through this judge to him. From both parties. At the very least. Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 He's yeah. A, He was leading the thing as a Democrat. Yeah. Part of that, I think,
1: was the very last minute nature of it, though. And I got to admit, and I, nobody still knows, right? Correct. Who leaked the letter right. or released it intentionally or to what extent uh, the professor was involved in any of that. Nobody knows. But the fact that it was not only possessed for five weeks, you know, the president's saying many months, it was roughly five weeks, from what I understand. Um, and that uh, no question, not a single one, was asked at any point, then all of a sudden. All the ducks are in a row and ready to go moments
4: before the vote is going to be taken. That's just, that's horrendous. During a campaign-style rally in Las Vegas last night, President Trump did heap praise on Judge Kavanaugh, and he also touched on a lot of his traditional hot-button issues. And by the way, we want that wall. We want that wall. You know where I am. I could knock it out, because I do that well. That's what I do well. I build. We could knock that wall out in one year if they gave us the funds. I'll tell you what, though. If you look at Schumer and these people, even though they know you need the wall, they all voted for the wall in 2006. They voted for border security. And then they found out, oh, gee, maybe from their standpoint they can't do that, but they all voted for it. Hillary Clinton voted for it, right? Remember her?
1: (laughs) Yeah, we remember.
4: (laughs) But I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. Lock her. Here we Everybody go. knows.
2: Oh boy. Play bird. It's his Freebird. <laughs>
0: God. It is, it is honestly, yeah. it's, it, it, you might be too young for the reference. There's a live Leonard Skinner album. He says, what do y'all want to hear? And the crowd yells, Freebird, that's Trump. What do y'all yes. want to hear? Build the wall. Right. Yes. That's that's the one we want to hear. <laughs> but he's absolutely right about that. All these people that are against the wall, they did vote for the wall, including Hillary Clinton. They voted for, let's let's build a wall, yes. and then decided for whatever reason, politically, to go the other direction. Right, right. And and you should know, if, you, if
1: you've never been to a Trump rally or the uh, Republican National Convention that we were at, most people are cracking up as they're chanting, Lock her oh, up, yeah. Lock her it's, up. Yeah, it's, it's a joke. Yeah, it is. Everybody's laughing. Um, it, the other thing you should probably know is that I would say during my days playing rock and roll in cover bands, in bars and clubs and stuff, I would say <sighs> somewhere between 80 and 90% of the shows we played, someone would yell, Free Bird! <laughs> I mean, every freaking show.
4: Ah. <sighs>
1: Perhaps those days have finally come to a close. Maybe, I don't know.
4: Ticketmaster is pushing back on a number of reports that it purposely sells tickets to scalpers. No way. Oh, stop
1: it. Marshall, how dare you? This is like the assassination of Judge Kavanaugh. As respected an institution as the big ticket sellers, how dare you insult them?
4: The Canadian broadcasting company and CBS News reporting Ticketmaster was operating an invite-only platform called Trade Desk. That allowed scalpers to buy tickets in bulk and resell them at
0: whatever price they wanted to. But, and if, that... but if that were the case, if there's a big yes. game or a concert, the best seats would be available to me at an inflated price. Oh, wait, that is the case. Correct. Immediately. And
4: yes. reports go on to say Ticketmaster got a portion of those sales. The company is saying it's categorically untrue. They released a statement to USA Today saying it allows professional resellers to distribute tickets to multiple marketplaces but that resellers are prohibited from purchasing tickets that exceed the posted ticket limit for an event. All right.
2: And there's
1: no way around that. Now, if you'll take a look at our books, no, not that set, this set, you'll say that we have not profited. <laughs> right. <laughs>
4: uh, and Ticketmaster is saying that they are launching their own internal investigation. Oh, oh yes, good. over Justice! <laughs> there you go. All right, that's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips here. I'm Strong and Getty. Show the conscience of the nation.
0: That's Squawky the Bald Eagle.
1: We can't expect you, little ladies, to think logically with your womanly brains. Signed, Kirsten Gillibrand, the senator from New York. I think she's set womankind back half a century or more.
0: We'll tell you what I'm talking about in a moment or two. Coming up on the people who actually respect women ought to be disgusted by this. It's coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: Armstrong and Getty, the conscience Of of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: We're looking at next Thursday. You still say you don't think anybody's going to testify. No. So no. Kavanaugh is going to testify Monday, isn't he? I thought mm. that was a has great that been advice.
1: decided? I don't even know. All right, we'll I see. just wake me when it's yeah. not over, but just ongoing. Wake me when somebody decides something. Uh, this is Tucker Carlson. Last night, Tucker. Uh, it's funny from my perspective alternates between extremely perceptive and smart and interesting, and, and then gets a little overwrought at times. But I thought he was uh, right on with this stuff. And listen. I,
0: I he s- said the other night that he's, he's grown up in Washington, D.C., he's lived there his entire life, and he said he's never seen Washington, D.C. Yeah. as on fire as it is right now right. over this whole thing.
1: And listen, I make a lot of wacky, wacky jokes, and some of you get them and some of you don't, but I, I have complete, 100% respect for women and their role in the world, and a woman can do anything, and oh my God, just, I just want to work with smart people who are capable i don't I don't care what their chromosomes are, just oh my god it and i i I hate sexism and I think Kirsten Gillibrand, Democrat Senator from New York, is setting womankind back with Maisie Hironi, who's the senator from Hawaii because they appear to
3: lack the capacity or at least the desire for any sort of rational thought. Here's Tucker from last night. The claim against Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh that he committed some kind of sexual assault while a student in high school has metastasized into something different, something ugly and something threatening to all of us. We've learned remarkably little about Brett Kavanaugh or Christine Ford in the past week, despite a lot of words on their behalf. The facts of the case are still sparse and they're murky. But we've learned a disturbing amount about the left and what it's willing to do in order to maintain control of this country. Watch a clip from today in which New York Senator Kirsten Gillibrand explained why she knows Brett Kavanaugh is guilty. Watch.
4: I believe her because she's telling the truth. She is asking the FBI to investigate her claims. She is asking for that kind of review, that investigative work, that oversight, that accountability because she's telling the truth. Someone who is lying does not ask the FBI to investigate their claims. Who is not asking the FBI to investigate these claims? The White House. Dr. Kavanaugh, or, excuse me. Judge. Judge Kavanaugh has not asked to have the FBI review these claims. Is that the is that the reaction of an innocent person? It is not.
3: So try to ignore the yelling there and the theatrics and the pure demagoguery of the moment and focus instead on Kirsten Gillibrand's reasoning to the extent that there is any. Quote, I believe her because she's telling the truth. Or put another way, it's true because it is. Now in logic class, they call this circular reasoning, which isn't actually reasoning at all. Instead, it's simply a demand that you believe something because someone else is asserting it. Children talk this way. You'd think a U.S. senator would be embarrassed to. But it's the second part of Gillibrand's statement that you ought to pay attention to because it's scary. Kavanaugh hasn't called for yet another FBI investigation into himself. Therefore, Senator Gillibrand says he did it. Is that the reaction of an innocent person, she thunders? It is not. Well, not since the McCarthy era, almost 70 years ago, have lawmakers talked like this in this country. Unless you call for an FBI investigation of yourself, you're guilty of a crime. Even Joe McCarthy himself never said anything like that. It was too reckless even for him. So...
0: You got to keep in mind that this uh, Gillibrand person was tight with the Clintons, like super tight with the Clintons, yeah, um, and supported them up until the moment that it didn't work anymore. Mm-hmm. Then uh, famously announced that Bill Clinton should have uh, resigned over the Monica Lewinsky thing, right? Because right. that's the direction the wind was blowing. Either you know, maybe you think that she evolved or something that's a heck of a thing to evolve on as a woman uh, and now all of a sudden, every accuser is automatically um uh telling the truth right she's also is
1: automatically guilty buds with and and received a great deal of money from Harvey Weinstein. Did she not know of his reputation That's possible
0: it's seems possible. pretty unlikely
1: unlike uh, the Senator who I believe was grandstanding and acting. I think because uh, I think she probably is smarter than she was portraying there, although I don't know, maybe she's that much of a dope, but um uh,
0: what was i what was my point harvey Weinstein Bill um, Clinton supported them now thinks he should have resigned right now it that it the Clintons are of no of use politically money, anymore right. you go that direction pretty right. convenient well yeah i just I think she was
1: just trying to whip up the base honestly'cause but that's scary stuff. I don't know. The reason she's telling the truth because she's telling the truth and he's guilty because he's guilty. And if you say it in the right tone of voice, you think women are going to say, "Yeah." Yeah. Well, my god, I'd be ashamed of my daughters if they fell for, you know, non-reasoning like that. Well,
0: we got texts about this yesterday and I saw it was the argument all day long. Uh, she wants an FBI v- investigation the White House doesn't. Doesn't that tell you everything you need to know? No. Um, I, you know, I can see how you can play it that way if you want, but it just seems somewhere much more obvious to me that the FBI investigation slows things down, which is the whole point of this. Well,
1: right. That is the truth and nothing but the truth, but it's not the whole truth
2: from something that I heard yesterday. The, the FBI investigation after the Clarence Thomas, Anita Hill thing, there was an there was an investigation Mm -hmm. for that. That took three days. So I, 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 it's. I, I was really interested in that because it's not like these things take months to figure out. It seems like an investigation, if it was put with the proper priority, could be done relatively quickly. It, it, well,
1: no. n- yes and no. I mean, if all investigations were the same, it could. But this was specific allegations of recent sexual harassment on federal property by two federal employees, Anita Hill. This is decades ago, poorly recollected by the only person who said this happened, uh, uh, an incident of drunken teenage behavior. I mean, that would be many weeks of trying to track people down and and figure out who was at the party and, and what they said Byron, and the recollections.
0: Byron York has been making the argument that the, 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 the Democrats have at their disposal, this is a tool they have, the committee has the resources to do an investigation on their own if they wanted to. Right. Um, they could start into that at any point. It could have, could have, and could have five weeks ago when they got the letter if yeah. they wanted to, but didn't for some reason.
1: Well, and and the rest of the the truth that's left out of that reasoning, which is sound as far as it goes, is that the Democrats vowed they were going to oppose this nomination with everything they had, and it was well known. It's been well known for weeks by those of us who follow this stuff that they're doing everything they can to delay it, and then this last second thing comes up, and now it's just. If you follow this stuff, it's just so obvious what they're doing. and it's, it's Has the FBI made any
0: statement about this? I suppose they wouldn't.
1: Um. I th- well, the Justice Department said, um, no, we're not going to be doing that. He's already been vetted by the FBI multiple times, and we're done here. What do you make of uh, the point um, Trey Gowdy made yesterday that She's already spoken at length to uh, the Democrats. She's spoken at length to the Washington Post. When the uh, Republicans wanted to get her on the phone, the Democrats refused to participate. They were trying to investigate it. And that the idea that, well, she just can't really talk is, is just kind of odd at this point. Oh, the other thing that bothered the hell out of me, on NPR this morning, they reported that she, uh, uh, Dr. Blasey, uh, Dr. Blasey Ford is getting death threats That's not a joke it's, not, it's a scary thing Of course, everybody gets death threats on the internet these days But I'm the thinking... very same day It's been recorded that Kavanaugh's, Kavanaugh And his wife And his children are getting death threats And NPR
0: ignored that You'd think you'd want to throw that in I'm, Yeah, well yeah, you gotta include that they both are And I'll bet the kind of death threats they're getting Are, are not uh, pleasant No No, they're graphic and horrifying, according to Mrs. Kavanaugh. I'm sure they are. And whoever's
1: doing that, stop it. (laughs) either side, you scumbags.
0: Freaking weirdos. Marshall's News coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show.